Excellent. So here we are back at it on the Sunday morning with the Elohim uh, to our show here on BBS Radio. Today it is July 17, 2022. We appreciate your presence. And let's see what we will be doing in these coming two hours. Winfrey is here with us. And what we do usually is we connect to the higher realms, to those beings we can't see, but we can feel. There are two group souls. One is the Elohim group, and the other is the Ra group, who verbally connect with us through the voice of Terry Brown. And as usual, this is the simulcast with a conference call. We had someone else join in. Happy Sunday to you. If you want to, feel free to say name and location. Uh, Joan, Dolan Springs. Welcome, Joan. Happy Sunday to Thank you. you. <laughs> See you, too. Hi, Joan. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I bet the, right. the concrete doesn't melt in the U.S., does it? A concrete can't melt. It will be the asphalt that melts. Oh. Wow. But your roads are Make built differently. Well, but you, your roads are also from asphalt, the top layer. Right. Two more people joined in. Happy Sunday. Please say names and locations. Roger and Austin. Hi, Roger. Robert and uh, Robin and, and <laughs> Roger, welcome R and R. Roger, Robin and Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi. 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 Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Hi, hi. It's, uh, Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, Cecil. Happy Sunday to you. Thank you. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi there, Hi there. And welcome, Robin. And and Roger. That was a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> 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 and welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Hello, it's Bonnie in California. Hello, Bonnie. Happy Saturday. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. All right. And if you just joined in online through BBS Radio, happy Sunday to you. And we'll be starting here in just a moment. I welcome the next live forward on the phone line. Please say your name and location. Good morning, everyone. It's Mike and Mary in Nebraska. Welcome Hi, to you, Mike and Mary. Hi, Mike and Hi, Mary. Hi, Eminem. Oh, you forgot to post your prayer intentions. I forgot to post your prayer intentions. Oh, yes, I did. Thanks, John. <laughs> sure. Yes, I. Oh. I had a late dinner today. It made me rush for the call. 
and you're trying to melt concrete, right? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently the concrete might melt. It did. It did. Going back a few years ago, we had thirty-seven degrees, and uh, I remember where I was living. I was living at the time in a in an upstairs apartment. Well, we call it flats, and the the um, the, the balcony area that you walk along to exit the flat that was a tarmac and the whole thing melted we had 50c here last monday <laughs> yeah that's even that's just just me no words that was the 11th july 11th was 50c here <laughs> that that's like go outside and you'd be dead in about i don't know two seconds <laughs> no, not that hot. You, 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 you brush your brain melts. <laughs> <laughs> I think first, I'm your really skin <laughs> melts. <laughs> uh, first, your I mean, first, your blood boils. I hear it in the background. <laughs> hey guys. Hi, Win. Hi, Win. I'm ready Hi, to start. Are you ready? Excellent. Excellent. Let's. Uh, We're ready. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. All right, Ben. Today it is July 17. Here we go. The recording has started. This is July 17, 2022. Wynn and Terry in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, and... Of course, normally on Sundays, we do a live channeling with Terry, where I pick a topic and ask questions on that topic. And we now have a library. It's probably the most amazing library on the planet of all these sessions because we have a body of knowledge of how the universe works that has never ever been presented to this realm and right at this moment terry is next to me but i think she's sleeping are you sleeping terry uh, she said no. And, um, of course, she's recuperating, and we're in a hospital in Scottsdale. And so, um, you know, as I did last week, I'm going to play um, two repeats. But they're not really repeats because most of these are not even posted on um, our our archive website, okay? And there was a workshop that we did in Sedona. And Daphne, and I think this might be the only time we ever did this with Daphne. Daphne was on the phone and did a session and then Terry was live and did a session. 
And I'm going to start out playing that. And um, it's really, really a good, a good um, example of our work. And if you're listening on BBS, we, you know, channeling is a phenomena, and people get just interested in channeling because of the phenomena that it is. But our channeling is beyond just being a phenomenon. We are talking to the two group souls that are what I would call existing in the God realm or the higher levels of creation. We live in a lower level of creation. They don't have bodies and We've seen numerous miraculous things happen as a result of our connection with them. So this was March 28th, 2028, 2012, excuse me, March 28th, 2012. And uh, it was at the Creative Life Center in Siona, Sedona, God. I'm slurring my words. So I'm going to do the shorthand one. And for new people, it may not trigger it because you didn't go through a long meditation. I'm giving you the idea, though. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person here. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through the top of our head, through our bodies, and grounded into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now and we create a silence for a moment until they decide to address us through the vehicle known as Daphne. Thank you. Into those pinpricks of light 
which we perceive and through which we can find you, through the veil, through the ethers, through the amalgamations of density, of densification, You are sojourner. You are on a quest. The point of your collective, indeed the point of the end of this time, is that you are no longer circumferenced by that which you would understand to be fear or your limitations. You are here this evening to fully realize in a cognizant way that you are more than the totality of your physicalized experience. Indeed, you are love, light, self, experiencing the enveloped body suit of a physicalized vehicle. This experience, which masquerades as the totality and sum total of your life, is yet one gradient, one grade, if you will, in a vast cosmic school of galactic structure and import. What you experience now, what indeed the entire Earth plane is experiencing now, is an intense acceleration of those frequencies emanating from the supergalactic center of the universe, which affords opportunity for the biological mechanism through which your DNA evolves to carry more of the love-light frequency embedded, embedded in the sacred geometry and structures of blood and blood flow. The circulatory system thus carries a resonance harmonic that allows those honing patterns and honing frequencies within the very matrix and fabric of time-space and the planet Earth as it is connected to this time-space continuum for you to realize that you are fully part and parcel not only of the human family, but of the family of every sentient creature on the earth. This includes the animal kingdom, the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, the David kingdom, and many others. You are part of the whole. Indeed, the concept of hologram Precisely this, 
and the totality is contained within the smallest piece, and the smallest piece likewise contains the totality. Have you questions for us this evening? Anyone have a question? Anyone have a burning issue or someone who's a conflict in their life? Hello? Yeah, um, we're working on it. Do you have a question? Yeah, go ahead. Do I need to uh, just say it. speak into Yeah. I'll repeat it. As I reemerge and come back out to teach. This is from Jean Fitzsimmons, yes? Mm -hmm. As she reemerges and comes out to teach. Can you give me some response or guidance that would be helpful for me in my service. Can you give her some response or guidance that would be helpful for her in her service? And could you share what you're going to teach? Awakening to truth and love and letting go of anything that is between someone's oh. recognition and their oh. freedom. Awakening to truth and love and letting go of and letting go of what's in between them and their freedom. And their freedom. That's her question. It's from Jean Fitzsimmons, who lives in Sedona. Thank you. Give us one moment, please. We organized the answer to your question as follows. As you embark upon this new chapter of your life, this newfound experience, you are being asked to come completely and authentically from a centered place and connection to self. There is nothing to prove. There is no one to impress. There is nothing to be sought after. There is no agenda. And in fact, there is no goal. Save one of service. When one can keep these fundamentals in the forefront of one's consciousness, one begins to understand that in every moment, as one allows oneself to experience the continuity and flow of time, one becomes part of the continuation of the time stream. In other words, one is able to become fully W-H-O-L-L-Y and magnificently present. In other words, to pull oneself out of an experience and to try to detach and objectify oneself as if the experience were somehow canned, which is the modus operandi of third dimension. It is to somehow interrupt the total creative flow of what is possible because you, dear heart, are moving beyond 3D and into 4D, 5D, 6D, 7D, an informed consent 
between your highest self and the genius of being completely present in the now. Allow yourself then to experience joy. Allow yourself to respond in the moment to the precise needs, to the precise timing, to the precise emotions, to the precise spontaneous outpouring. And if possible, when you become completely present in the present moment, you need to have no plan. You need to have no agenda. Simply, as when as often, show up. When you show up, God takes over. Allow yourself to become as a vessel. Allow yourself to become as a hollow reed and let the will of divine force speak through you. In this way, your highest essence, your highest abilities, your highest talents are activated and flawlessly and seamlessly availed. We hope this has helped you understand. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area. What, what, would you say your name and the city? Marianne Fanter. Marianne Fanter in where, in where Cottonwood? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Marianne Fanter in Cottonwood. And uh, say one sentence at a time and I'll repeat it so she can hear it. Okay. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area fairly recently. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area fairly recently. We would like to know why. We would like to know why and if there is a plan for all of this. If you don't mind me saying if, because sometimes people assume there's a plan and it's just a random association of potentials. Okay? Thank you. Did you get that? understand the question to be one of geographic confluence of why a person or persons is drawn to a particular geographical locale. The answer to this is multifaceted and depends upon the level at which it's been examined. In response to a previous comment about some things being, quote, random, random gateways of potentiality, we, from this side of the veil, would, in your English parlance, take some issue with this, as the word random implies some kind of a separation from divine source, 
Nothing is ever truly random. Things can be seemingly random. But at some level, there is an organizing principle. There is an attracting force. There is a geometric consistency. In the case of where people are attracted to a certain physical locale, and in this instance, the Sedona area and the rocks, it has long been noted that it is a, an anchorage kind of point and an amplification point for those emanations and those frequencies which find themselves centered in the southwestern United States. <coughs> I want to look at a map. There is a confluence of angularity noted in the four corners, the four states of Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. This is no accident. This is, yes, divine design. Divine design signifies that the angularity of the four and the corner specifically is a basic harmonic of geometric structure that precipitates physicality into matter. Energy moves into matter at the vibration of the four. In physical geometry, this signifies the four corners. It is no accident, then, that many are drawn to the rocks for corners. North of where you are is Flagstaff. The mountains there, the San Francisco peaks, are approximately 7,100 feet high. The elevation of the Sedona area is approximately 4,000 feet. Notice again the four. The elevation of Phoenix is approximately 2,000 feet. If you look at the name, Sedona, turn it around. Anodes, A-N-O-D-E-S. For those who have any background in physics or engineering, an anode and a cathode are part of circuitry. Again, no mistakes, no random occurrences. You are looking at a living circuitry in the area in which you now reside. You yourselves are living circuit. You have been drawn to this area because your biological circuitry is resonating with the Gaian Earth circuitry. And the confluence of these factors 
has drawn you to the place on the earth where your circuitry most harmoniously fits in. You shall become activated in this place. It is as if the old code in your blood is being overwritten with a higher code. We hope that this has helped you understand. Thank you. Um, maybe we'll have one more question for the source through Daphne, and then we will move on. Hello? I'm here. I was going to have one more question for you, and then we'll move on and uh, bring our sources through Terry and have a few questions, and then we'll say goodnight. Let me see. I think you've, you've had your hand up. So what is your question? You what? You told me that this would be a good question for the attacks from my dream. Okay. To ask you. Yes, Steve, right? Dave. Dave. Dave, who lives in Mesa, Arizona, who's having attacks in his dreams. And can you give a little more information about the attacks? Um, the first, it was only two so far. The first attack <coughs> was in two a place in an area I've never been to before, and it, and it grabbed me from behind. You, you were physically in an area you weren't in? No, it was in my dream. It was an area that I've never been to. He was, he was in his dreams, and something grabbed him from behind. Okay, uh, they don't need to know all of Okay. Okay, all right, well, we'll just... Um, I'll leave it, I'll pass the ball to you. We come forth with the love light the vibration of the Christ consciousness and we now surround this particular member of your group with love light vibration. We would ask this member of your group to invoke Christ's protection and to join forces in a group prayer immediately following this session and to ask for all negativity to be removed from this person's place of residence, place of work, and any associations that this person may have. This person requires a group consensus collective intervention. This person has started upon a new level and phase of growth in their spiritual upliftment and thus is facing karmic attack and patterns which are often on the path of people as they move toward the light. 
expressed through a different persona because they work through blending. So they blend with the person and then they use the person's structure, mental structure, intelligence structure, um, to bring, and, and so it, it sounds different because it's coming through Terry. But the source has explained itself many times. Uh, they, they're going by the name Ra'an. Now, originally it was the Elohim. And then one day they said that the Ra group and the Elohim group, now this is like just science fiction, but I'll just tell you what they said. The Ra group and the Elohim group made a liaison in other dimensions so that the source that would speak to us would be a conglomeration of both groups. So we had the combination of the wisdom of the Ra group with the super energy of the Elohim group, and so it was Ra on. And this has been going on for at least a couple of years, and um, and that's through both women. Okay, started with Terry, and then they, they were doing Daphne as well. So I'm not going to call in the light again. I'm just going to just quickly bring the energies together and ask all of us to bring our energies together, create a loving, protected space so we have a safe zone to communicate in. We'll just wait for them to identify themselves through Terry. Thank you. This is Ron Owen, and we feel and sense and are with each and every one of you. We are here and we are continuing the channeling that Daphne gave, and we are very thankful to have Daphne working with us and working with you as an instrument to bring through our messages and also to have Terry, as it is a very rare occurrence, to be able to express ourselves within the third density as it is, as we call it, density, is it a very dense and lower frequency than we ordinarily are at. So we are a little bit hard to sense as we are in a sense out of the range of the individuals who are grounded in the third density. So we have allied with the raw group who have had life experiences and know how to bring through a lower frequency. This increases our frequency range and hopefully gives us a better, larger footprint of frequency that will be easier to sense. Do you have questions? Okay. Yes. 
don't know if this is too personal, but I've been asking, I want to know my purpose on this earth. And I search and nothing comes through. I, I don't know. It's not too personal. Many people have that question. Okay. okay? And uh, I don't know if they're going to give the answer. Is it true only for you? Or if they're going to give it in a generic sense, okay? So we'll just let them decide. What is your name and where are you located? I'm living right now in Sedona, and my name is Vera Chifo. Give us some more. You have located yourself in an area of vibration that helps to bring through energy and activation to yourself and in an area where you can interface with people that not everyone but some of the people will resonate with your frequency and you will be able to build contacts and to increase your own sphere and build from where you are, build day by day, take the tally at the end of the day, and you might even write in love. What was it that resonated with you? What out of the day was the best thing that happened during that day? And as you mark this in your book, you can begin to see a pattern. The pattern will include things that you were interested in when you were growing up. Give us a moment. You carry within you the interests and the goal of what you hope to achieve and add to it present time that in your present time you see moment by moment the creation of connection of service of reaching to the higher spiritual plane for answers. Give us more.
in your book, put down the things that happened during the day that fulfilled you the most during that day. Also, write down your dreams. When you first wake up in the morning and what you can remember of your dreams as there are clues in your dreams as a feedback mechanism to you to help reaffirm your direction in your daily life. We hope that helps. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have another question? Yes, Pauline. Uh, yes, I want to ask if they can comment on how I can help to make my inner armor or that self that's holding on to the disease energy more fluid, start filtering it out more easily. Okay, she's asking, how can she uh, release her inner armor that's holding on to disease energy so she can release it more fluidly? And Pauline does healing, and she picks up people's energies and starts to process it herself. So, um, thank you. Thank you. There are layers, and there are deeper layers, and your outer layers can discharge the collected energy. It is energy with a twist on it. With the twist that has in another created the disease. So as you take it on, the twist is there. And you then store it as a capacitor stores electrical energy, and then you can take on more, and you store that at a deeper layer. Then the deepest layers are the ones of the storage of the energy that will leave last. The energy has a distortion in it that was created in the making of the disease in the other person. And when you move healing energy through yourself, if you can move the twist upon the energy, and we are working with you at this moment to do it, to remove the twist, the hook that locks that energy in and remove it and straighten out the energy. We look for the word. Energy pointers, the aligned energy that is aligned with the disease and straighten out the hooks in the energy, and we say it more than once because we are working with you, to straighten out 
the hooks of the disease, and then it will be able to leave in a more harmonious fashion if it does not have the energy hooks on it that hook in. And this is easier said than done. Um, give us a moment. One of the things is to take a stand, but make your stand about how much healing you will do or when. Make your stand fluid to go along with whatever circumstance you deem is imperative for you to heal the other person. And this is your choice, and people may ask you to come through and to heal someone for you, but it is your choice, and it is your vitality that you are to some degree compromising when you take this on. And other people, if they have this done, we as the Elohim have a certain toolbox that we can use to come in and to help to take disease off people, but we do not always do it depending upon the individual's making of choices the individual's ambience, where the individual is standing, because sometimes the individual has taken on the disease as a result of their own mental constructs. And if someone comes along and takes the disease away, then they will merely have the same mental constructs and will merely build it up again. Mm -hmm. And so the individuals need to learn a lesson to learn how to maintain a space that does not require that disease to balance their mental construct. So when you take a stand, you do not have to make a firm stand that is always in this circumstance, I will do this, or in that circumstance, I will heal, or no, I won't in this circumstance. Stay in present time and use it as part of your toolbox in any time that you feel that it is something you wish to do not something that someone else wishes you to do. And it is hard to take a stand when people are asking and asking. And we get requests that we have to take all the circumstances into account, whether we 
we'll use our toolbox for this, or we will use comforting, or what will be our moving in and our healing mode. We hope that this provides some more looks at it, and we also see that you, in moving the energy that you've taken on from another to heal them, in moving it off of yourself, the outer layers first moving it to the inside, you can use pine trees to move the energy onto, as the pine trees have a lot of pointed needles, and therefore the pine can use that to disperse the energy off the points of the needles and mm. can be your helper in this. We give you one example. This is a situation that happened when Wynne had a, had a toothache and Terry uh, could feel she's empathetic and could feel the pain and reached out her hand and took the pain into her arm. But then the pain began to disperse through the body and began to act like a drain, an electrical drain on her energy. So then what she and we did was to move the pain out from her onto the juniper trees. And it, the pain left wind, and then the pain that was dispersed and wasn't like a sharp pain, but was a dispersed drain on the system, moved it into the juniper trees. And the juniper trees then moved it off through the multiplicity of needles in the juniper trees. Thank you. Another question out there? You can't have it. Give somebody else space, okay? If, if no one wants it, then I'll consider. I got it. I'd like to see if I can get some clarification um, in regards to intention and how you utilize that in your life. The question in regard to intention and how to use utilize it. I mean, because how how does intention work? When uh, is it based on? I mean, how do you? make a decision to... Have an intention? Yes. I mean, because one might be a desire, one might be... How do you decide yeah. what one should focus intentions on, okay? Well, that's a good one, yeah. A, that's the question, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that was, yeah, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Give us a moment. Intention 
is very important. And it can be your friend. It can be an, a way to align all the forces in one direction to help you towards the conclusion that you desire. So that if you have an intention that is full force in your heart and in your power chakra and you totally agree with and you do not have any blockages towards, well, maybe that's not a good intention. The more that you can align all of the factors in one direction, the more it will work towards changing things in the direction you wish to go or bringing in the factors that you need because others can feel your intention. It aligns not only you, but it aligns your environment. It aligns the social complex. It is powerful. That is why when on Sundays, when the people get together on the grid hewing, it can help clear energy that is negative out of the way, as there is more of an alignment between the individuals that are on the call and it places into consensus reality an alignment in intention which makes it more uh, likely that the intention will be felt, will come into effect. And also, we as the Elohim and the Raghus feel your intention. And if your intention is for the highest good, for the highest good of your own self as you see it, and it is for other people too, then we can move into alignment with your intention and we can add our impetus behind your intention and it can make it happen when it is for the highest Good. Sometimes there are factors involved. For instance, in the healing of the Gulf of Mexico, that make it hard to align everything. And some of the alignment is within the chemicals that they placed within the Gulf of Mexico. And the chemicals that they placed in there to disperse the oil, disperse the oil in the bodies of the living creatures that come in contact with it. And so make it hard for the structures to grow properly. We then, the more people that align can help to change structures to help those animals 
there are levels that are considered in this and the alignment of the chemicals within the Gulf that they are placed there make it harder to have a consensus reality that those animals will heal as the chemicals have a say in the overall picture of things. Thank you. One more. Everyone covered. And our love light. And we feel that this is such a marvelous experience to make contact with you. And it is a long-term heartfelt desire to let people in the third density know that they are not alone. They are part of the family. And there is a home. And we are there and we are a part of your family. We are not some superior God there. We are your energy brothers and sisters. And we are able to help when we can. And we profoundly appreciate everyone's presence and attention. And we cannot even express the words to say how much it means to us. Thank you. Thank you. about 
but St. Catherine, Terry connection. And I did another session that was partially on that. And they said some very interesting things about Terry. You know, when you look at it and you hear all these sessions, you start to understand that they want so badly to connect with our realm. People suffer here. People lost, have lost connection here. And um, religion helps some people, but for other people, it takes them off course because they don't experience that they can have a direct connection. Um, in, in a sense, the, in the religious sense, people are inferior to the higher realms or the consciousness of the higher realms. And they're supposed to obey God and do God's will. And that is not, as you can tell, anyone who's been listening to our calls, that is not what the Elohim wants. We are all eternal. We are all going to exist forever. And we don't know it. And we think we're these physical bodies that when they deteriorate, they're gone. I don't mean you who's listening to these calls, but many people. Or they have some illusion of how it continues. Um, in any case, here is, this is a really good session. Uh, and here we go. Example. Um, we asked one question last week, and I thought the answer was very interesting, that it was part of the rock group that was talking to her. And um, it's Terry, you know, when you ask questions like this, when I, I realize sometimes it's not in the best interest of a person's development to know the answers. I've watched them. They seem to gauge their answers very carefully with regards to anybody and their past lives because um, people can get preoccupied with their past li lives, particularly if they happen to be somebody notable or famous, and it gets in the way of their present development. And the way that I've learned to understand it is all your lifetimes are present right now, even though your awareness and experience is in this one, the others are in your field and affecting you. So whether you know what the past life is or not, you can be sure that the impact of that is working with you right now. And let me just ask our source, could you explain a little bit about how the impact of past lives transfers down so that it, it, it's so impactful on our present life? There is a thread that carries through from lifetime to lifetime 
one has certain personality characteristics, and they carry down from lifetime to lifetime, although the individual has a different life and has opened a different chapter and may be a different, um, have a different occupation. Uh, they may vary from an artist to a, a, even a lawyer, or it may be very back and forth with different occupations, but the individual, uh, him herself, still maintains a maintains similar personality traits, sense of humor. Uh, can be very similar. Their ability to connect with certain groups of people can be similar. Their interests um, in general, um, what they might like to read can be similar. For instance, one might um, be interested in writing and poetry. And then although they become a leader, um, within a certain lifetime, they still uh, have that bent for writing and um, poetry and expression. Um, so it is the same person uh, with modifications based upon their experiences that they run into. There's also a larger cycle where... Um, an individual can have gotten into a bad experience and then um, in subsequent lifetimes works to alleviate that or in, and works through how, how to express it, how to not express it, how, how to um, work around it. As the individual in a lifetime may make certain conclusions about how things are, and then in a next lifetime, although things may have changed and not be the same, they still may carry the past conclusions with them. Uh, this, as one goes down the track, becomes a, like a ball of information uh, and expression around the person, and he develops this personality. This is um, a, a bit about how a person carries down from past life to past life and future life. Mm -hmm. um, a question that comes to mind is, where does it start and where does it end? How did a person, how did an individuated soul start on this track of all these lifetimes? An individuated soul, as the first individuated out, may express himself for live in the higher realms, and then as he wishes 
to experience more or um, get more sensation or uh, more experience, he may branch out into, say, the third density and add experiences upon experiences and therefore develop his experiential track and his repertoire of responses. Uh, however, if he has gotten off-center, then society may tend to bring him back to center, and then he has something to work uh, for or against. There is such a thing as goals where one has a particular lifetime goal and he experiences opposition to that goal. Um, for instance, it could be even natural. For instance, he wanted to be a sea captain and he loved the sea. And then um, he ran into a series of storms. And now he, that is an opposition, um, a challenge that he must learn to overcome. And he may um, study uh, how to... Um, read the charts and how to avoid storms and the star systems and things that they may tell him and become quite accomplished over a period of life. Well, then you might have a, a musician who comes in and as a very young child is brilliant in composing and brilliant in performing and... Uh, it would, it can be where the individual previously had worked in the area and become a master in the area and is carrying it on into the current life. Thank you. Why is it that Terry has the ability to bring these words through? Terry has kept in touch. Terry has written home. Terry has called home. Home being the higher areas. Home being one stop towards home is heaven. Terry spent a lot of time in heaven and when she came into the earth realm she did not wish to be caught up in the earth realm, and she had the orientation that she would stay in touch with the heaven realm and therefore be connected and to not lose her connection in the earth realm. So she came in with the intent to have a foot in both 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 places. 
That's correct. She did not want to lose her heavenly orientation and so has kept that sacred so that she would always be a representative of home and would be able to find her way back. Before she came into this realm, was she a member of the Elohim group or the Ra group? She was a member of the Elohim group and then kept searching for ways to bring back home sojourners that had gotten lost. Her heart ached for these sojourners that seemed to have gotten lost and were never seen in the home realm again as if they were totally disconnected and she went to not only find them but find the picture or the puzzle, solve the puzzle of how to keep the home fires burning though they had broken their connection with home. I see. So maybe some of the people are on this line or some of the people that she came down here looking for. Definitely like yourself. Like myself. <laughs> okay. I was one of those ones that got lost in this realm, huh? Yes. Well, uh-huh. you have one foot in heaven also, but you are a wanderer, and so it looks like you might need help. I see. Well, I'm not too proud to have help, and uh, I certainly think that Gary has made a great contribution to my life, and I'm very grateful for that contribution. And I think that she's making a great contribution to lots of people right now. And I thank you so much for working with us on this. Is she, is she, um, say, she's probably more advanced now and more aware and more wise than in her lifetime with St. Catherine. Is that true? Well, one of the things, one of the things that beset St. Catherine was the attacks from negative realms, and she did not have the sources, the uh, repertoire at that time to handle it, 
that she does it this time, she had much protection then, but when they, the negative forces would impinge upon her, she would experience, cause herself to experience pain, for instance, by wearing a hair shirt, then, then sending the pain to the negative, saying, this is for you, and it was a big effort to not be controlled or influenced by the negative. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. We have about three minutes left on BBS, and maybe we can just let you share with us you think is most important for all of us listening to hear for the next three minutes. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. So One of the things that is important to hear is that you're okay. Everyone is okay. You are all okay. And you, although you might not realize it or see it, are very beautiful, beautiful beings, shining stars in the realm of God's realm, and you are very loved, and when you are able to sift out things that are not you that bother you and realize they're not you and are able to let those things go, eventually you will come to know how very beautiful each and every one of you really are. You are loved and nothing can take that away. Thank you very much. Do we have a source that's positive that would like to address us tonight? Uh, I'm just going to play now another old session. I think it was, I don't see the date here, but it must have been around 2010. And um, I was doing a workshop in Santa Barbara. And Terry has never channeled publicly. And I don't think she channeled over the internet either or on BBS. Maybe this was before BBS. But I was doing a workshop, and it was a fairly receptive crowd. And I called Terry up to the front of the room, and she didn't know what I was going to do. And I looked at her, and I said, do they want to say something? And uh, 
they talked, and it was a beautiful, loving session. And here it is. We greet you now in the love light of the one infinite creator. We surround each and every one of you with our love light, and we will be there for you to draw in. Sense the love light around you. Feel the frequencies. This love light, which is us projecting around you, will be available to you for sustenance, assistance, and protection. In the times that are coming, and even in the times that are here now, as you ask, so you receive. When you have a need for the highest good, do not be afraid to ask, and we will work with you. We will be there for you. And we appreciate each and every one of you. We love you more than you can possibly imagine. If you feel in any corner of your mind that you are not worthy of love, This is false, because you are very worthy of love, no matter what. And we love you and are there for you. We leave you now with a prayer that the golden love light will come to your world as more and more people like you are open to bring it in. I don't know. We did you. Good day. We leave, but we do not leave you. Okay, and, you know, this is where we usually go through our healing list, and Terry is right next to me. What? Were you listening to that, Terry? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I thought we'd take a moment, and we would just focus healing energy all around you right now. You know, this morning she seemed to be doing better. She drank two glasses of milk, which was a world's record for eating for the past six weeks. 
And, um, you know, one of the things, St. Catherine died from anorexia. She stopped eating. And Terry, they told me uh, a month ago that Terry was repeating the pattern of St. Catherine's anorexia. And it's been very hard to watch because I try to feed her. I try to get food down her. And she'll take one forkful of something and then say, that's all. And today she took two glasses of milk and uh, three or four forkfuls of scrambled eggs, some um, cereal, some oatmeal, and yesterday she had quite a big, for her, a big breakfast as well. So that's a good sign. And um, I think she's coming out of it. They've been giving her a lot of stuff here. IVs, etc., and it seems to be working. And Terry, what? you want to say anything? Uh, no. no. And I'm sure you don't want to make comments on the healing list, right? Am I right? Uh, you don't want to what? You don't want to comment, right? Yeah, then, you know, she's, her vitality is still weak, but getting better. And it sounds like she's going to be here for another couple days in the hospital. And um, she's getting a lot of loving attention here. I think they have the most beautiful nurses here. And, you know, I recognize that. I recognize them, many of them are from the angelic realm and have come here to be of service. And they don't know that, but I know it. I recognize the quality. So, Sija, are you there? I am here. Are you ready for the list? I am ready. I'm so happy to hear Terry sounding better. It's so wonderful. She sounded better Everybody to you, sounded better to you yes, too, right? Yes, she does. Yeah. Yes, she yes. does. <laughs> I, see, I love see. you, Terry. <laughs> oh, get plenty of rest. <laughs> oh, you know what? I started to do this and then I dropped it. But now you're on the line. Let's do it anyway. You know, Terry is next to me. I can't see her, which is I can feel her energy. And I want I want you all like to request that we take a moment and send energy through me to Terry. Okay? I can feel you and Terry can feel me. So That's a great idea. So let's just do that. See if you can feel the flow from you to me and me to her. 
And if you're listening to us on the air, we're doing a healing meditation for someone. And that's why we're silent. Somebody coming in? I have, I have the door open just then. Okay. So, Sija, I'm going to turn it over to you to do okay. this, this list. Okay. Right, but let's call in the light. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light. Surround and protect Terry, myself, CJ, everyone on this list, and everyone on this line. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to Anything not of that nature must leave now. And particularly surround each person in the light who's put a request on this healing list that they can get some positive benefit for the highest good of all concerned. And I turn it over to Sita. Thank you. I ask for the protection for each and every person on this healing list, subject of the healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. Michael Adler from San Diego, California. We are in severe drought in the southwest, and there is a catastrophic situation just starting that will affect farming, animals, electric grid, and of course, 40 plus million people. On behalf of all that are affected, I 
would like to request immediate assistance to end the drought. If Moses could do it with your help, so can we. Please advise how we can assist you to help us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hugs and blessings to all. Thank you. from England. Thank you to all of our beautiful friends in the higher realms for co-creating with us the manifestation of a beautiful new reality. Thank you for Terry's perfect health and protection in all timelines, densities and dimensions. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption, for privacy, and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. Thank you. And I just want to add to John's request, please, for the highest good of all concerned. Thank you. Alan from Keyport, New Jersey. Thank you, my dear friends, for heeding the request of many to place Terry Brown and Winfrey into the love light. We are all so grateful for Terry and Win. What they have contributed to our lives is beyond our ability to express our gratitude. May we embrace them with love and allow all that is for the highest good of all to be as it is intended to be, without violating the free will of any with gratitude. And be it known, Terry is so much more than an instrument, rather a loving, caring, special one that we all dearly love. Thank you. And <clears throat> I would like to thank Alan and I want to thank all of you for helping me believe that we can actually do this. And uh, I mean, it's incredible that we're doing it and and, and we have a team doing it. And you know, when we first started, when I first started, Terry didn't know what she was saying. 
I mean, she would be, you know, for a few years, she'd be doing this incredible channeling, and she didn't know what she said. She didn't remember it. She didn't realize how huge it was. And I was vacillating between, is this for real? Am I living in a fantasy? And I have no idea what to do. And I still don't, except to show up. And the one thing I've learned is if I show up, they show up. And I'm sure as you do, each of you develops your own connection, that will be true for you as well, if it's not already. They are not our boss. They are our allies. They can connect with us and bring us energy and support if we reach for it. And if we are working and contributing to others. And I thank everyone who's listening for helping me to learn how to do this. Even though I'm still learning, I've come away, both Terry and I both. Back to you, CJ. Thank you. That was the last person on our list, so thank you, Terry. Thank you, Wynn. Thank you to our sources. Thank you to Hive and everyone on the call. Much love to you all. And thank you to everyone who put a request on the healing list. I started talking and I was still muted. We have about another (laughs) 12 minutes to go. And as many of you know, I used to express myself as a singer-songwriter. And I used to travel around the country and... uh, I would go wherever the wind blew, and I learned so much from that, because I was having miracles of synchronicity. And at the time, I wanted to save the world through music, and I actually thought I could do it. And I was living in my own little world and went to Los Angeles to be successful. And I'm going to play a couple of songs from that period. And uh, let me see. I was doing all kinds of different styles, but my lyrics were always what stood out. Hang on. 
Okay, now, this next song is very interesting. If it wasn't for this song, I don't think we would be doing any of what we're doing now. And, you know, I, I would hitchhike from city to city, and, and it was an amazing adventure. I would arrive in a city, and I didn't know anybody. And I would find the local coffee shop, and I'd put my backpack in the back of the room, and I'd go up and perform. And somebody would always invite me to come home with them. I was obviously traveling without a home and a backpack. And occasionally, it would be a woman. And um, I don't think I ever dated. And it was a much better way to make relationships. And it was like people already knew me because of my music. And of course, as I've said, I was reliving a troubadour life. So I wrote this song called First Encounters of the Close Kind. And it was about meeting a woman in a coffee shop, having a one-night stand, and she became the love of my life. And that was kind of a fantasy that I had. And, um, you know, I said this song was responsible for everything I'm doing now. And the reason is, I had driven from Los Angeles to uh, Monterey, and I was going to att attend an expo to interview people, because I was getting paid from a magazine for each interview. And I walked in the door of the expo, and this beautiful woman was staring at me. And I asked her, do you know me from somewhere? And she said, you remind me of an author that I had a crush on. And I remember thinking, uh-oh, this is going to be trouble. And I said, I'm an author. I'm writing The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey," And she said, I love Edgar Casey." And I said, oh, this is really going to be trouble. And I invited her to meet me at the uh, hotel coffee shop the next day. And when I walked in, she was sitting in the lobby. And I sat down next to her and I said, what do you do? And she said, she writes poetry. You hear that little sound in the background? Lullaby is playing. They play that every time a baby is born in this hospital. <laughs> it's so sweet. In any case, um, she said she writes poetry, and I said, I write poetry. And then she said she does astrology charts, and I said, I did astrology charts. And then she said, and I play music. And uh, there was a piano there. And I walked over to the piano, and she followed me, and she sat on the bench next to me, 
and I played this song, First Encounters of the Close Kind. And she kept saying, she was always playing it, she says, are you making that up on the spot? And then she had a crush on me. And uh, and the rest is history. I'm not going to tell that story now. But I'll play the song. I hope it's a good rendition of it. Into the love of God. 